This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the South. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, ZK, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Palace the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, this shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. 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 It's I can't come out of a rock song into a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> what is that like? Is that like some behind the scenes shit? Have you guys never heard that? The where Casey Kasem, Steve, you should. Uh, we should probably start the show with this. Google Casey Kasem meltdown. He has, a, he has a meltdown. Oh yeah, he goes. I can't come out of a. Is it, they're like doing this. Like I guess he comes out of some Billy Idol song. And then they go into something else. He's like, this goes out to my dead dog, Fluffy. And he's like, you know, <laughs> hold on. Start it over. Start it over. I can't be doing this. I can't be coming out of an upbeat tune into a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> I can't believe neither of you guys that, have heard this. This is heavenly. That that. makes him a coward. Like, that's that's the when you want to drop some bad news. <laughs> I, I like your take on it. Yeah, like, uh, what would be a good... What would be, All right, here we go. Hold like, on. Taking it to the streets. That's when I would drop a death. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, that's oh, that's a different finished. one. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can right all here. understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. 
<clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Get Don okay. on the phone. I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn <laughs> record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and i got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> Get him, Casey. Chrome Bells, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ooh, I don't know if you're recording that. mixtapes now? <laughs> What's that? You think he hosts mixtapes now? Like what kind of mixtapes? Like a Claude Bennington Fever Dream collage mixtape? No, or? like 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 if Petey Crack came back and and wanted to do <laughs> Crack the, House I love you just said Petey Crack. Well, that's like the the He was the, the ultimate the, uh mixtape rapper for you? For sure. Petey Crack Bring. was. Bring. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah on your mark. Uh-huh. Get set. <laughs> that's a good verse. Oh man, that's an I'll incredible verse. That. That's why Chuck's singing it. I think the hottest line, one of the hottest lines. Buy a baseball last... bat, break a boot yeah. leg and neck. Fuck the internet, oh. buy a baseball bat, break a boot leg and neck. <laughs> yeah. He committed uh, career suicide, right? What did he do? He dissed Jay-Z. Oh. He dissed, dissed, the, dissed the head of your label. Dissed, dissed uh, the, the great one. You get shelved for the rest of your life. <laughs> but what if you crush Jay-Z? That makes your career. If you crush him, you have to crush him, though. Huh? Did you say cross him or crush him? Like, if you were to crush Jay-Z, now your career is skyrocketing. You, for you to be able to crush Jay-Z, you have to be at least in the same, you know, echelon as Jay-Z. You, you mean you can't be a nobody and just, like, come at Jay-Z? No, because a lot of nobodies come at Jay-Z and nobody cares, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. You have to already. You gotta matter. be up there. You gotta be up there. Like, what's the lowest level rapper that could go at Jay right now? Snoop Dogg. Would... Ooh, okay. <laughs> but he's not going at Jay Z. I feel like that kid, uh, Ski Mask, the Slump Lord, could go at Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to him because I've never heard a Ski Mask, the Slump Lord song. It might be Slump God, but he has a song called Cat Piss, and it's actually rather buttery. Okay, Cat Piss. <laughs> I've been like super into like bad rap lately because it's like it's actually really a good time. Okay. You posted something recently that I couldn't tell if you were joking. I forget what it was like in the last two weeks. You're like, yo, this is this is what I'm bumping today. No, I'm. I wish I could remember, but I was truly, genuinely, non-ironically enjoying it. <laughs> it was some trap shit, but it's already been well documented that Steve's oh, like, oh, I work out the trap music. Lord Fred. Lord Fred, yeah, put us on. Maybe you need to give us a top ten uh, mumble rap playlist moses well i could give you at least those two songs That's okay probably well, the top two the top two so so his name is lord fred 33 his he has this song called nbn nothing but net and holy buckets it's great and right. uh <laughs> that guy that guy ski mask the slump god that's okay. cat piss trust me they're great now, is that about the strand of pot that's called Capus, or is this just literally about the way my apartment smells when I've been slacking on getting cat litter? 
I mean, most potheads own cats, right? Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah, I associate the smell of pot with like rancid cat piss <laughs> already. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a skunky flavor, you know? This is episode 154, three? Where are we at? Oh, good question. I think 150, fuck. 150, fuck. I'm, I missed the show prep today. 154. 154, 154. With, with our man. Moses Rockwell, a.k.a. Help me out. Moses Parks. A.k.a. A.k.a. Mortis. Uh, oh, Mortis Rockwell. There we go. Joining a very, very exclusive club. Actually, the third member, well, fourth if you count, sees Mike's shout out. Uh, three-time guest on Chrome Bills. New Jersey, yeah, stand up! <laughs> so I'm the third three-timer? Third three-timer. Four if you count Cole. Yep. Cole's okay. beating everyone with his 146 appearances. I decided that, that Cole, instead of wearing huge vests, should wear tiny vests so that his different styles name could be Squeeze Mics. Wow. He could be on he could be on the NPR Tiny Vest concert. <laughs> <laughs> How upset are you going to be if Cole's next press photo doesn't involve a vest? Uh, oh, that's a good point. I have to talk to Erica about that. I mean, if the three of us ever get on a stage together, I think we need to be rocking. What does he have? What was it? Dickies? It was Dickies no, or it Carhartt? Was Dickies. No, it wasn't. Uh, we thought it was Carhartt, but then it was, it was, he actually revealed it to be Dickies at the end. His street oh. cred went down. Yeah. He was he was flexing. He was flexing with Carhartt for a minute, and then he was like, "Oh no, it's actually Dickies." Damn! It doesn't. It feels different. I used to get the um the Kmart brand Adidas that had an extra stripe. Yeah. And would try to get the fourth stripe off. Would you like actually <laughs> try to pull it up? Yeah, like with like a with like a kitchen knife. <laughs> it, I'm guessing it never worked, right? I mean, no. Right. No, I just. Which one do you pull? Closest to the toe or closest to the ankle? Towards the ankle. Oh, I was going to go that... toe. Well, you obviously can't pull like a middle stripe off. That's just going to throw everything out of whack. A middle yeah. stripe actually is a strong move. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like you'd be like very unique in your shoot game, but people would know what you were up to. Right. You'd be figured out. <laughs> That's hilarious. I used to wear the Shaq shoes too. <laughs> From Kmart. Remember those? Definitely. They were ugly yeah. as shit. They were just putrid. Who put those out? No, like Kmart. Uh, like Kmart legit. Yeah, they were just... Oh, no. Oh, it was oh, a no. Kmart brand. It wasn't like British Knights no, no, or something Wasn't like. it like LA Gear? Was it an LA Gear show? Oh, that sounds about right. LA Gear. Damn. Let's give it to uh, Steven Research. That also feels like it should be the name of the next, like, Alchemist Defari project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> LA Gear. <laughs> like a picture of the old shoe on it. You're welcome, fellas. Are those the ones that lit up? Oh, there's Shaq is still making shoes. Are you kidding me? Exclusively at the at the Kmart, at Big K. Uh, he's got his own brand, so this is this might actually might be difficult. He might have like twenty years of shoes that we don't even know about. Damn. Shaq shoes, okay. Quiet is kept. Shaq shoes are definitely Jordan knockoffs. If you look up. Shaq shoes. These are just bites of Jordan, different Jordan uh, shoes. Wow. 
These are flagrant bites of Jordan shoes. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Dude, I think that you just triggered something in me that I think you should do a mixtape called Flagrant Bites. <laughs> okay. Just like have somebody doing their style and then someone completely jacking it and doing something in the same verse. Ooh. I thought I thought it would just be a collection of Razel eating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Flagrant bites. <laughs> <laughs> Korean barbecue. Um, yo, Korean barbecue is like top five for me. Easy, right? You got a couple options or just one? Uh, like like restaurants local. around here in terms of local. Uh, yeah, we don't really. I mean, there's a there's a like maybe three Korean restaurants in town, but no, like, <laughs> you were dropping a good restaurant. Oh, oh, we got restaurants. Yeah, I've been to a couple of restaurants. <laughs> yeah but they're like they're not really all that smacking at least not for korean barbecue they have like really good um bibimbap you know what that is like the um the yeah, razel album yeah <laughs> the korean razel album no it's like a um it's like hot stone bowl with like rice and bean sprouts and that's it's so great oh. there's just an egg in there right in my yeah. head the egg yeah we used to do the, the soup remember the, the the tofu soup where you cook yeah. the egg in it. Oh, that is called duck, duck bulgi. I'm going to roll with whatever you said. I dated a Korean woman for like nine years. Y'all must be kidding me. That's the wrong button. That was actually <laughs> the wrong button. I bet Ghostface out of all the Wu-Tang has um, met the comforts of more Asian American women. You think so? I feel like Jizza probably got that on lock. I don't know. I feel like Jizz is like a one woman at a time type of guy. Jizz has probably been married since he was like super young. Yeah. Because he's like a nerd. I just revisited Liquid Science episode one. What's oh, that? The TV show? The Liquid, oh, Sci- the Liquid shit, Science where he's them. on Netflix or whatever. I never ever ended up watching like, those. Are you, do you really think the future of ch- climate change can be decided by robotic bees? or Something like that. And you're like... <laughs> 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 I always imagined that show, having never watched it, thinking that maybe it was like Mythbusters, but like Wu Tang style. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, bro, similar, I don't think so. It's got a similar vibe, you know. It's got like a family-friendly kind of vibe to it. And uh-huh. then Jizza just he asks great questions, and it seems really, it seems really scripted, you know. Yeah, he's like, so the waves are traveling sixty miles an hour. Yes, like, it's like it's amazing. <laughs> Holy buckets! When there was like a Wu Tang, you know, yearbook for Wu Tang High School, mm-hmm. he won most likely to host Sesame Street. <laughs> They're like, you could trust this guy. Yeah, he's 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 the one though. He's a deep dude. It's, it's cool. And Steve, you said you're gonna go to the show at. Uh, oh yeah, Howard I'm going Theater? to see. I'm going to see the the Jizza at the Howard Theater on uh, May the third. And I'm, I told you I'm and seeing it the night before. Nice. Sony Hall in New York City. Live band for both shows doing, I assume, I assume the same tour. Uh, Liquid Swords in its entirety for the live band. Steve just realized it was a live band and decided he may not want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that one tune, the... Um... When the MCs came to live out the name and to perform... <laughs> He that's, doesn't my ver- understand. that's my version of the live band doing it. He doesn't understand the beauty of rocking with the live band. When the ass is gone. 
They just overdo it's everything. I feel it's like definitely like a different. <clears throat> oh, you guys are two live banders. I forget. I'm sorry. I'm outnumbered. My band what is the what is the buttery buttery joint on subterranean sweatpants with the live band or at least the live bass? Is that foie gras? Um, oh yeah, that's a um Annette Peacock sample. The um everything is a sample except the the piano solo at the end and our um. Our, the pianist in our band is is rocking out at the end of that, but everything else is is from the sample. But then you guys do it live. <clears throat> oh yeah, when we do it live, it's um, it sounds exactly the same <laughs> as the record. It's amazing. Because <laughs> I remember when we the second time we had you on was within like a week or two of when the record had dropped. Yeah. So while I had peeped it and done the research, <clears throat> I remember even picking a song to play. I think it was Melancholy Metro, and then texting you the next day or day after and being like i love the whole record honestly this it's all i've listened to since we did the interview but i slept on foie gras and you said you wrote back to me something like oh yeah when it's live with that buttery bass line it just burns oh boy yeah that's it right there in the motion tossed in the ocean still we got copyright i'm just worried about copyright <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's the what's the podcast rule for copyright infringement like 15 seconds or something i'm i'm glad that you know because we certainly don't we usually it's I, uh, usually things that are on like a major that we're we stay away from our rule is no aftermath we've gotten interscope interscope aftermath is is out <clears throat> yeah we've gotten hit twice once was a Probably it was 50, a 50, 50 cent song yeah. and then the other one was it was m or what was it, it was something else no it was kendrick yeah so we got like for imagine dragons or some shit like that so did you yeah, have we to take the episodes down yeah we took them down dang were they like were they weren't like high profile guests were they i don't think, no, they were, luckily, I don't think there were any guests there was no guests luckily it was just the three of us hanging out so it had already you know they were a year old at the time <laughs> Very few people were going back to dig through the archives of what were these guys talking about in 2016, huh? How Trump's not going to win? Every time I get super get into a podcast, I always like will start from the very beginning and yeah. like work my way up to the current ones. Wow. I'm sure people do that for Chrome Bills. If if you have, we appreciate you. Oh, I totally have. <clears throat> you've listened to the whole, you've listened to more than <laughs> ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I'll always, I I have a lot of time throughout wow. my day yes, to like listen to stuff. Yeah. yeah. In my head, I was like, best case scenario, he's listened to every episode Damn. since the first interview. <laughs> like he was like, "Yo, that this is, is best, pretty nice. Is, I'll check it next week." That's the best case scenario. Agreed. No man, I'm like a Chrome Bill's head. Tight. We need to get you a shirt. Yeah, we do. I have a shirt. I, I like my Chrome Bill shirt because, like, A, I get to represent, and B, it makes it look like I do push-ups sometimes. <laughs> Where'd you get a shirt from? Like, did we send one to you? Uh, yeah, I think it was just like um, C sent me a shirt and and a, a copy okay. of his uh, CD the with with CD. Oh, oh, nice. Keep yeah, but cool. like the sleeves are like tape tapered in such a way that it makes your boy look like I go outside sometimes uh, which yeah. color is this? this is a blue joint it's the blue with the red font yeah yeah there you go it does kind of make you look make people look diesel 
I've noticed yeah. that a few of my friends who like aren't don't listen to the show who just got a shirt, like they end up wearing it more than once because they're like, yeah, just it just looks good on me, so I wear it. You know. <laughs> I think the highest profile we got was on the local feed of NBC for really? the sports junkies. One of the hosts was wearing it, and I'm now putting these two moments together and realizing he just liked that he looked kind of jacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he was like, oh, we're on NBC this morning? Check it out. Your boy's been lifting. Your yeah. boy's been doing curls and push-ups. Damn, that's really... that's That'd be like a good way to get your stuff out there. Right. We like, should make just paint sure a six-pack on it next time. Oh. Just do one of those. Go. Just like real faint, right? Faint abs on there. <laughs> Do you want to I'm talk? Never, do you want to talk about I, the new record? Or yeah, I wanted to talk about how I probably never have abs, but the talking about the record will do you want make me feel better? Do you want abs? <laughs> oh, I'd, yeah. I mean, I guess not enough to like to, act, to do something to about like, it. Do you do sit-ups? Sure. Okay. But every time I do like one sit-up, I'm like, well, that earns me the right to eat an entire rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Like and one, and yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, which record That's are we it. doing? When is the uh, when's the Mortis? The what is it? The Adventures of Mortis Roxal? It's called the Unfortunate Case of Mortis Roxal, and it Even comes better. out May May first. And you, wow! That's is that what you dropped? Us? I didn't actually get a chance. I saw you sent something earlier today. So, did we get the? Uh, the pre-leaked yes. exclusive exclusive yeah i sent you guys the the whole gym i definitely need to hear one joint preferably right now all right and uh i want you to pick who me yeah definitely i mean we can't pick steve unless you checked it today i already picked one but i i only listened to four songs damn but i picked my well, favorite one already I feel like the most appropriate Chromebills uh, move to make it would be to play the one with Dez. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right, which, uh, what's the I one with Dez? It's called Out to Lunch. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. I think let's we'll do it. All right, you ready? Yeah. This is Moses Rockwell, Desmatic, Out to Lunch. Excuse me. One, two. Mortis rocks all prepared for takeoff. The new Cronenberg, imbrewing images in his spoken word. Welding a vector to jet propel me out the multiverse. Stolen turf, inhabited by hellions and adulterers. Shredding on their cellos and their dulcimers. I woke up from a dream, I was a sculptor and my shoulder hurt. Bombast, barbed wire, chest hair, and open shirt. Salts of earth, I can take a soul to church or I can take a dose of this potion to split me open. Mr. Potato Head, I'm covering an updated machine for me to rage against. Straight from a sacred text. Bumping disco dust right off the razor's edge. Spike gloves, cyberpunk, pope on a showboat. Been on some blueberry, holy mountain, El Topo all as well. I've been collecting L's pro bono, what the hell? I may confess I've been an unrelenting slowpoke. Actually, you should catapult me out the ozone. 
I'm unknown, anonymous, and uncharted Which is ironically part and parcel to all my enthrallment Every part of me's hearkening back to when it was started We should do the worm wide boogaloo in the rooftop Yo, the new gods manipulate through your boombox Whether you're tank top or tube sock, you're doomed, doc We've been collecting gemstones and moon rocks and fool's gold Trust nothing of what you've been told I'm out to lunch I'm out my mind, I'm all out of ideas and now I'm out of time I crawled out of my quarters, wasn't canonized Might have to break shit, it might be hammer time Past effects of phenidine. I'm pessimistic about this West Elm credit screen. Full head of steam, hunched over a humidifier. I rap for applicants the parent company didn't hire. And if you're spinning tires, cannonball that mud bath. You could have been a tug job and splattered in a cum rag. Instead, you're breathing oxygen and walking in the spot and overhearing. No, we're not with him. I don't write graffiti. I never rode a skateboard. I agonize over the appointments that I'm late for. Open the pod bay doors or get deactivated. Habitual script flipper rips the written affidavit. The acetate is highly sought after. How long you think it took Linda Blair to learn to crawl backwards? Honestly, I don't know. In a couple weeks? It isn't making out. We were just touching teeth. Uh. I crushed the beat and turned the whiskey into piss And illustrate my points I should've went to Risty for this shit The videos is sick Mitchell is a wizard I'm big dog Clifford with the whimsical as gizzard I'm sinister as Kissinger whispering to Nixon I'm plucking a yellow gem out of the forehead of vision <laughs> Yeah right I wouldn't swat a fly I hide inside my cottage pondering the ways I wanna die Fucking kill me I'm out to lunch I'm out my mind I'm all out of ideas and now I'm out of time I crawled out of my quarters wasn't canonized Might have to break shit It might be hammer time Renting out a five star suicide crawl Space take solace and silence and supper on a dog plate. Pirate Bay, pay the fiddler, walk plank, kosher meeting quinoa, social media detox. Had his first scuffle on the Fairbanks cheese box. Beady eyes, hoodie and beard, cute as a knee walk. Brought you back to shooken up soda from the sweet shop. The devil made me do it. Maybe I just made the devil make me do it. I'll be late to hoopties licking fluid. I can give a shit if you don't like our music. My nieces say the Runkle Mo's are cool as fuck. You the hospital that you were born in in the blueprints. I'm warning you, I'm bound to beat you. Metal band blue as you should make no sudden movements. The hollow pit I dug myself a home and isn't cozy. But there's something to behold of the acoustics. My attitude is cartoonish. An echo of a rebel chant. Piss poor student. My papers earn me Lego hands. The exceptional non sequitur lecture. The highly educated extrovert, rest assured Crown prince of piss-pop millennials Pod save America, misanthrope Bridge troller, Billy Goats who pop perks like good and plenty Manic depressive orphan annies Yeah, I'll make a mess of anyone contending I'm out to lunch, I'm out my mind I'm all out of ideas and now I'm out of time I crawled out of my quarters, wasn't canonized Might have to break shit, it might be hammer time Holy shit. <laughs> Hot off the fucking presses. Tonight. May 1st, the, 2019. You guys are the first people Who are to you? Moses Who Rockwell are you? featuring Desmatic. I got uh I got a like a rapper technique question on this because your style has has always had this element of it to it to me, but it's really proven there of like being kind of hype and calm at the same time. Like I feel like when I hear that song five more times and know the lyrics, I will be if if you're at a seven, I will be rapping along at a ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. is it like a conscious effort to be 
very stern and and succinct in the delivery without getting too hype you know what it is is um a long time ago i became obsessed with the the like the actual wave you can see like in pro tools and i just if it's not like a consistent shape it bums me out because i know that means i'm like going like "Ah." like remember ace ventura when he's opening and closing the glass door (laughs) I'm, i'm like super worried it's gonna come out like that so i try to like hold still and like deliver it in one and also i try to maintain my chest voice because you know how most uh melanin impaired rappers have like a nasal voice yeah and then a chest voice like i don't know i try to i try not to go too nuts because i will lose my chest voice i think you should do an album called chest voice and one nasal yeah. voice okay i think mortis rock shall, salt is a is a nasal voice character it's a nasal vo- okay he's your nasal voice yeah that song is dope as fuck man thank you do you, you yeah, find like that you can deliver it that way live or is the live nope. that you get caught up in the hype exactly yeah when when i'm performing live i'm just i'm i sound like someone is stepping on a dog toy as the air <laughs> leaves it <laughs> like I, I could never maintain a chest voice at a show i'd have to be so subdued and calm and present to, to make that happen it's a goal of mine what about you? Chuck's a natural born chess voice. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, you do got that Casey Kasem. <laughs> you got that Casey Kasem. Kasem Coming up next, Moses Rockwell, Desmatic. Next, next yeah, time yeah. we come out of a Des record into a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if it's coming out of a Des record, it would have yeah, it would be happening. Be like it'd be like good news, like once right. in a while, like this this kitten had puppies or something. <laughs> People are like you can't. That's a, a that segue puppies. doesn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> that song was amazing. Uh, production. Who, your... who did the beat on that? Oh, I, I um, yeah, I've been doing all, all my own beats for for a few years. So usually when you hear me, it's it's my own production. Damn, that's it's not I like fair. That a lot. It's not fair. Really? I, I'll try it's to be not, fair. It's not fair at all. My pants are fair trade. Because, like, that was really well produced. The rhymes are crazy. I'm not trying to hop you on your, I'm not trying to hop on your jock right now, bro. Oh, there's plenty of room. It's completely unoccupied. <laughs> you this know what's is, funny? And then mixing this? and mastering, was this, like, Mitch or PJ Katz or someone from uh, Pig Food Fam in terms PJ, of the PJ? Katz PJ? Again. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I'll probably go to him until I until I hang it up. But this beat and and uh, same with most of the beats on this record, I um I have this really cheesy like trumpet sound in in mm-hmm. my um that came with my MIDI controller. Yeah, and and you love it. Well, when I first when I first found it, I was like obsessed with how stupid it was. Like I would just sit there and play with it and because it would make me laugh. Yeah. But then I like put this distortion sound on it. Yeah. And and I said, oh, this is this is gonna be the record. This is the whole record. This So that sound is on pretty much all the beats. Yes. Okay. Now oh, that's cool. I'll be checking for that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a like a wonked out super cheesy MIDI trumpet. I mean, you got it. That's how you get your sound, right? You find the noises that you like and you go back to them. Yeah, it was an accident. Like the guy who invented peanut butter, I think. Huh. <laughs> I think that's penicillin is what you were oh, looking for there. Yeah. Penicillin. Not a history buff. 
<laughs> How do you accidentally invent peanut butter? I kind of like the idea of this, though. Hmm. He's like, I crushed all this up. Like, were cars had, around? What came first, a car sugar. or a peanut butter? Because then maybe he like, ran over the a bag of peanuts. Yeah. Had milk in the same bag. Yeah, sugar. It's a milk. Did I you feel know, pretty confident that peanut butter was an accident. You think it was an accident? Okay. Yeah. Do you know how many peanuts it takes to get to get one jar of peanut butter? About. I feel like let's the, take a guess. The punchline of this joke is it's racist. Not even, it's not even a joke. I mean, this is not even a joke. <laughs> how many peanuts does it take to? <laughs> Steve just doesn't realize he's being racist because he's not woke enough. I literally like <laughs> in right, a no, child. It was lit- it was in a kid's book. It was in my kid's book. <laughs> It was in a Mark Twain book. Like, <laughs> um, I didn't mean to derail. Well, so what were you saying? How many peanuts does it take? Yeah. To, For one <laughs> to jar. Make a thing? One jar. Like, like 400 peanuts? Chuck, I'm going to go 4,000. Oh. Damn. Oh, Moses, just, is, clo- Moses price- is closer with it's the answer is 1,000. Damn. I was going to say that, too. I thought the Chrome Bills, Chrome Bills was the opposite of Price is Right, we decided. So I was <laughs> the closest without going under. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, there are only two of us. Fair point. Yeah. Now I got to look up if peanuts, peanut butter is an accident. You know what? If I search peanut butter accident, something mm-hmm. might be, something might come up. Oh, you're either going to get a weird, a, oh, a weird stones throw release, or you're going to end up on Pornhub. <laughs> the first just thing is about accidental. Five. It's about an accidental death after eating um, peanut butter. So, Damn. if you were going to find out you had a peanut allergy and die, okay. I would be thankful that at least it was in butter form. Yeah. Um. Okay. The Aztecs mashed roasted peanuts into a paste. Tight. All right. For like for like war paint, but many they, people they, have been credited the title of peanut butter inventor being George Washington Carver in nineteen oh three. Okay, all right, good. This is peanut butter facts portion of Chrome Bills <laughs> episode one fifty four. This is skunk history with Chrome Bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you can die from peanut butter because I can honestly say that I would be dead were it not for peanut butter. Oh, you're one of those kids? Strictly yeah. peanut butter sandwiches? Like, that's all I... Peanut butter, tap water, and um, baby carrots. It's pretty much all I ate for the first 19 years of my life. Wow. Peanut butter on the baby carrot, or no? Are we oh, keeping you... them incredibly separate? You bet. Together. It's a nice balance. With some raisins. Is that is that normal? Damn, I'm really I'm really uh judging by the silence. I'm thinking <laughs> celery. Celery, peanut butter, raisins. That's oh, a power, yeah. that's definitely a power move. Ants on a log is one of my favorite things. Ants on a log? Yeah. That's what they call it. Celery, peanut butter, and and the raisins that look like ants. Ants on yeah. a log. That's the power move. I'm with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're on fire tonight we're not on fire that song is on fire yeah what's up what's the weirdest um, snack that you eat it's a good question like the wackest snack I mean (sighs) like when you do it you're like man I'm pretty lame for this I'll never tell anyone I feel like the microwave tortilla chips with cheese on top 
Awesome. Oh yeah. It always makes no, me feel it always makes me feel strange when I'm like scraping that bit of cheese off, you know, like it's it's like hard into the plate and I'm like scraping that off and like just eating that cheese and like little pieces of shit chips. That's a Yeah. I always I always catch myself at least once like you're too old for this. Don't do it anymore. Go get that's some the, new just go get some new chips. That's the best yeah. part though where the the cheese is down on the plate. <laughs> Where it's like burned, basically. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I got a um, mixtape coming out. It's called Greasy Fingers. Yeah. Mm-mm. And it's just a, the the album cover is me with a, a plate of what used to be nachos. <laughs> just trying to pull together whatever cheese is edible and very greasy at the bottom of the plate. Don't you feel like any sort of leftovers when you're like somewhat drunk late at night is just that's just a moment, you know? Where you don't yeah, want to look, spe- you just don't want to look in the mirror. Be like, I'm gonna eat all of this. Especially if you were too impatient with the microwave, and most of it is still kind of cold. Right, but you're like whatever. You're like whatever. I'll just pull it out. I don't care. Survival I- mode. I've noticed that I try to make it less real by standing while I eat it. Like, because if I sit, <laughs> then it's like I've made this a whole <laughs> thing, and I've actually set up this environment for myself, which could trigger self-reflection. Wow. Uh, yes. But instead, standing. I just eat it standing. Oh, but man. for some reason, I end up like getting crucial indigestion and almost having to stop in the middle because I'm just wolfing down food standing. <laughs> but it still feels better than having to look inward. For I... sure. Like <laughs> if you set the table to like eat something super whack, you'd feel like a real <laughs> asshole. Wow. You're like, oh, let me make sure I've got the new episode of Veep going for me to eat this four day old <laughs> Chinese food that's really just <laughs> leftover rice. <laughs> Yeah. White rice. So what's the wackest snack that you go after? Damn. <clears throat> there's a there's plenty. Shit. I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to come back around. What's the wackest television? You said you have a lot of time, so I presume you watch television? Is that true? No. No, I don't watch TV. I, when I said I have time is at work, I'm I'm able to listen to stuff all day long cuz I'm like building shit with my hands. Right. So I'm able to just listen to podcasts for like nine hours a day. Okay. Got you. You know what I'm saying? And is it always podcasts and not music? Um, mostly podcasts, yeah. They they kind of keep me more stimulated. Music sort of like mellows me out in the way that I don't need to be mellowed out at work. Which is weird. What is the um what's your cheap thrill uh YouTube videos that you watch? Probably um like guilty pleasures yeah guilty pleasures it's crazy because you t- oh you know what i really fuck with asmr you know about on. that nope so there's like this whole you know about asmr chuck i don't Asmer. all right so <clears throat> it's this really big thing there's like this whole culture around it and it's mostly like super hot babes on youtube with these like high sensitivity microphones and they're like these black metallic boxes right and they'll like here maybe i'll do it my interface they'll like just tap and scratch them like that and it's supposed to like trigger this like super relaxed feeling on the inside of your brain like someone is massaging your brain but only but only some people are affected by it like some people hear it and don't it's not enjoyable but i'm like one of the people that it affects and sometimes i'll like but it's super weird it's like vaguely sexual so the phone's definitely face down if I'm up to that. Okay, so I'm looking at a girl who I can only see her mouth 
But she appears to be attractive. She has an attractive mouth and she's eating pad thai. Is this? Hold up. <laughs> hold up. You, you already know this one? All right, hold on. We're gonna... All right, here we go. Here we go. This is our first ASMR experience, Chuck. I'm popping my ASMR cherry right now. Okay, this is a, okay. Number one, this this pad thai has like egg rolls on top and tortilla chips, a lime. It has two hard boiled eggs. I've never seen a pad thai that looks like this. All right. Gross. Oh, so you turn your mic up real heavy. Yeah. Okay, she's squeezing the lime on here. Now she's putting some chili powder on. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> no, the food ones are fucked up. The ones with when they're scratching the thing is is really cool. That's the noodles. <laughs> I Yo, wish this. I wish everyone could see Chuck's face. <laughs> I was trying to actually pull a sound clip because I was gonna say oh, I was gonna oh. ask if the Oh she's going ham on this she just took a big <laughs> mouthful of pad thai. This is hilarious. <laughs> I was trying to pull the uh, from uh, the Def Squad album when Redman had just started screaming. He's like, turn my mic up. Turn my mic up. Because I just wonder if people ever... This seems like kind of in the in the vein of Casey Kasem. <laughs> Where someone would get really upset Yo, with the production staff. <laughs> Alright, so we're just going to do the rest of the interview with this bird in the background don't, eating pads. Don't, don't shut it off. <clears throat> <laughs> Yo, if you were dating her and she was, and you were at a restaurant and she was doing this, you'd be like, "All right, keep it down." Like Jesus. She's like, "Yeah, my favorite movie is Major Pain." Listen, oh, oh, how? Who? Are there more than a hundred of these videos? Oh, it's it's like the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> Turn my mic up some. <laughs> is that from what the album? That is from Def Squad El Nino. Oh, the DJ Clue. No, it's the one album that is Redman, Eric Sermon, Keith Murray. Oh my god! Really? They had like an official release of that. Yeah, it's very forgettable as evidenced by your reaction. Because I had like I had like a sample like a DJ Clue sampler mm. that and I thought it was I thought that's what El Nino was. Oh, that was the pre that was the uh survival of the illest. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And that was about. the like the promo piece. They did a big album. tour off of that, I think. And they did a big tour. It had DMX on it and I guess whoever else was on Def Jam. I forget like uh. If uh, what was the name of Rosenberg's podcast and Cipher Sounds? Juan Epstein. Juan Epstein. Duh, just blanked out. They used to talk about that all the time. Those two. The survival like, of the illest. Yeah, the survivor of the illest, like that promo run or whatever. Is hit DJ me out. Clue, is DJ Clue like the original annoying DJ screaming Ooh. guy? Mm, I mean, I'm gonna you go could, yes. You could say Kid Capri. Kid Capri was screaming. Ah, uh, uh, fair point. Uh but I feel like Kid Capri timed it out better. Kid Capri. Yeah, and then the song would happen, and then you wouldn't. You, Kid Capri would take a hike while that song was happening. Yeah, he would chill. He was constantly uh, 
leaving and coming back. Like my man constantly had little two and a half minute tasks that he had to take care of while he was doing mixtape. <laughs> there's um yeah, there's a lot of mixtape DJs with annoying, you know, call and response. <laughs> a lot of handles that are annoying, you know. Who but that's what is the worst. Oh, you know what? I love DJ Premier, but I can't stand his Premier, Premier, Premier. I can't stand that. But that's not nearly as annoying as DJ Drama, the way that he like soils every song. Oh, because he what, says what was his, it's. What, what was his? What was he would his, just uh, say his name, and then he would say weird stuff like, "Oh, I'm on the top of my game right now." Okay, it's like, yeah, yeah. What, what do you do? You didn't like make any of these beats or anything. You're just right. like yelling. I remember right around the era where <laughs> Sirius XM, it might have still been two companies at that time, hmm. but it was K Slay, oh. the Drama King, K Slay. The Drama King is and in the oh building, my, building. I used to do, yeah, I used to do these like 45 minute commutes home from work, and he would be on. And yeah, it was ridiculous. Like by the time he'd be a half hour in, I'm like, oh, you're like, this is like traffic and weather on the eights. Like, my man, you are just like inundating me with the same things over and over again. <laughs> Uh, flex dropping bombs. I mean, that's iconic, right? Yeah, I like <sighs> over and over again. Yeah, but that's right. a good sound drop. I mean, yeah. it's the bomb. Who was the dude that was always dropping that Maybach music? I mean, that's Rick, <laughs> that's Rick Ross. That's all the Rick Ross. Shit. Was it just Rick Ross? Okay, Maybach music. Well, no, because you know what's the what's his name? Wale that. was on there. <clears throat> All the Meek Mill shit had all that. Stolly was on Maybach Music too. Oh yeah, yeah that's right, Stolly. We saw Stolly in concert. Chuck and I saw him. And... Opening for Kendrick, two thousand twelve. He's an Ohio cat, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah he's I an Ohio opened cat. for Stolly. I you? opened for him a long time ago. It was pretty cool. He Dude, was nice. he's got some. He's got some like boom bapish shit that was super fire. Yeah, he did a Madlib Madlib mixtape too. Okay. Shout out to Stolly. Yeah, I've been calling him Stolly for years now. <laughs> Stolly? Yeah, I don't know. Stolly Field? Stolly Fields. Stolly Fields. Bookies. Would you guys be offended if I went upstairs and got a drink and came back? No. No, let's play another song. Yeah, let's play another song. Can we play the? Can we play Yeast? Yeah, Yeast is quick though. So you, if you're like doing, let's not play Yeast uh, then. I'm gonna. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I want to make something better than the equivalent of um, microwave nachos. So, okay. Well, we played the longest song. All the songs are a little bit brief. All right, here's what we'll do. I can come back and, gonna, and hold gonna, it down. We're gonna I need listen. about I need about uh, two and a half minutes. We're gonna listen to this chick eating pad thai for two and a half. Minutes. No, please, no, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do this. Yeah, this is amazing. This is ASMR Pad Thai with no talking. So weird, bro. There's a lot of bean sprouts in that Pad Thai you can just hear. See, the thing about those, that Pad Thai is you would never put fucking tortilla chips on top of Pad Thai. Like you're doing extra that's, shit for the camera. Just get some regular Pad Thai and eat it. Yeah, she's showing off. It feels inauthentic. Like you wouldn't put lipstick on before you ate Pad Thai with tortilla chips on top. Well, that's where you're wrong. What is Lizard Man's Wingspan? I've never heard of that, and I'm just seeing that you were you made another song. Oh, my friend um, Naeem Hakim from Brooklyn. Uh, he just 
it was just one song we did together super out of um out of my depth on on a song like that it's kind of i don't know how to describe it but it's very different than anything i've ever done but i i kind of like it dope you want to listen to that one chuck have you heard that one i have not moses you good good with that or no yeah sure okay we got a cool 322 lizard i'll be back in 90 seconds naeem hakeem <laughs> it sounds just like the bad side joint. <laughs> she sounds like a golden retriever. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. Motherfucker, don't reach, reach. Reach, 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 reach. I'll sport a mean, funny farm onesie at the Vanderbilt. Funneling an 87 Cabernet with happy pills. Pimp shit. Fishing grits, gator belts, patty melts, psychedelics, daffodils, brick and mortar plans to build. No crew, how bad it smells. In a two bedroom out of Amityville that I rent from a dude with a hook from a hand. Fish bones and soup from a can. What I mean is I make do with what I have. A little bit less than a flash in a pan. Calling all cars, calling all five of my avid fans. I'm an idiotic pen and ink, symbiotic tetra fish out of water. I write depressing shit, they need no kipsing to adore. Tell them shoot for the stars before they're bitten half by the insatiable maw. A finagle's law, if it ain't for the case of an age old song. Same old song, you got the well in your palm, you got up early in eight croissant. I got a early to greet a new dawn, better do all my remorse. I don't wanna toot my horn, I don't wanna lose my cool in my human form. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. I had this fear that everything is gonna crash. I get my shit together, get up off my ass. Everybody's like bag, 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 get the bag. The seat competition ain't really worried about them. If homies get the secrets, it's only cause I allow them. Don't mind me, Trevi Pappy, a homie doubt him. Don't sign me, happily stack up a mill without him. I'm here to take back the land from the absolutely nastiest pestocrat rats in the evil clone bot dark Sith Lord mobbing them. All the voting ass lobbyist copies that be slobbing them. Probably. Some of y'all are lizard men. Most of y'all are terabytes. Most of y'all are flinching when they cut on all the city lights. Wear sunglasses. Inside the pupils dilate. Look at every human thinking how you will annihilate. Your eyes turn black if you haven't eaten. Your wings fan back, but I can see you reaching. Man say family. Why invoke the demons? No reason. I was getting bored of invoking scenes. I want dead cops, made them more dead ops burning. You're learning. War machine gears keep turning. Bankers, made them more bankers. Bankrupt. Tell the DJ, get the music cranked up. Machine gears keep turning.
it's uh all right <clears throat> cut it it's a, it's a single my my friend naeem hakeem put out and um and i lent a verse too i missed your verse when i went upstairs i think i just caught the tail end of your verse but i was then thinking i was like you didn't do this beat did you you didn't produce that right no no i wouldn't even know how to begin to make a beat like that that's kind of where I was going with it, where I'm like, I can see you finding a way to find a pocket to rap on that song. I think that's oh, yeah. where, as, as rappers, like we're all very flexible in that regard. But then from a like, I'm going to make this beat, I'm like, damn, you're, you're on some other shit if you could just turn around and make that beat. <laughs> no, no, that'd be, that'd be tight if I, if I was just good with beats like that. You, oh, you didn't hear the verse? You were, you were um, <clears throat> fixing yourself up a drink too. I caught the tail end of your verse. Steve oh, okay. was over there doing uh, <laughs> ASMR. I think Steve's a natural. I gotta stop fucking around. I'm gonna start making ASMR videos and get these views up. Steve, I'm gonna do a two-second NFL draft update and tell you that the Redskins took Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yep. yep. I went to Bullis. Did he really? I didn't realize. So that. Maryland. Okay. My hometown. My hometown. My main man. Sitting here with my main man. Um, yeah, good for the Redskins. Football. But what was good? I know. Who's who's, who's gigantic that? gigantic football fan? Uh, currently an intern at both the NFL Network and Turner Deadspin. And Deadspin. <laughs> so we'll just dive right into that. Although I do remember when the first time we had you on the on the podcast, you mentioned specifically that you, you said, I do not sport. <laughs> I remember that. Sounds like, sounds like something I'll say. And then yeah, it, because of that, I've been, not that you you were like, you're very definitive that you do not. So I've, I've pulled a couple sports references in the raps, though. I feel like, and they're, they're like one level in. You know, so I was like, do, do you actually, this is an honest question. Do you have sports knowledge that has been accrued from how much sports are referenced in hip hop? And you're just that big of a hip hop fan. Or are you still like, I know who, I know where like Scottie Pippen's role was next to Michael Jordan. Oh, what's that? I do like that verse. What, the, there's the, a verse. There's definitely a Pippen reference where I was like, yo, yeah, this, uh, I wish I could remember, but yeah, no, actually what it is is, um, I have a lot of brothers and actually most of my friends growing up were like jocks. So I've always been very alone in this way, but I've always constantly been surrounded by sports. I just don't really fuck with it like that. Yeah. But, but so I you, mean, I guess it's floating around in there. So when it comes time to, to finish the octuplet of, of word sounds, you're like ripping, stripping, pipping. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It all comes down to <laughs> options at that point, but it is kind of, I don't know. I, I kind of like, Incorporate like making sports raps because because I know the reaction it'll get I guess I don't know if that's whack of me to say that but like that one in particular I remember <clears throat> kind of writing it for my friend who was recording me for years and years because I knew that he would it would like blow his brain open <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah it's all a lot of everything I write is like a, some sort of inside joke I think Hey, I mean, you keep churning out <clears throat> verses at a pretty significant clip, so something's working. Tight. Agreed. 
you must be doing this you're doing this every like every weekend several nights a week you writing rhymes and making beats or what i mean i've kind of never i've never not just regularly been writing and making beats and stuff okay um what i like to do is like like if it feels like it's time to put another thing out i'll give myself like a a deadline and whatever i have when that day comes i'll that's the record i think it's a great idea it's a good formula like i'm not just gonna it and then it is what it is right yeah that's that's kind of why this one is short i was like well i'll give myself until like i had an idea but i didn't want to just sit with it because i know that, that i knew that i would get bored of it yeah and i knew that i'd become uninspired at some point so i said you know i'll give myself this many months to to uh for this idea to come to fruition and whatever i have when in um when in 2018 did subterranean sweatpants come out july july 5th okay so you're like on a nine month like all right no but i imagine that was done before right there's a little bit of lead up and mastering and all that so if if a record comes out july 5th i'm gonna guess that even in a situation where you're doing everything yourself you were done by like February, March, April, right? I mean, you weren't you weren't uh, working on this record on June 30th. Dude, when I tell you that I was in Albany recording with Mitch like in in June. <laughs> All right, so what I know. Not not even ha- having not even sent everything to to PJ. Wow. Yet. Okay, in June. Because I promised it on a certain date. Yeah, that's just kind of how I how I do things. Everyone's mad at me for it all the time. You procrastinated. Okay. Cuz that's very like I'm using the C's example. I feel like the live long enough to learn. I was listening to mixes and masters of it, like you know, at least six months before it yeah. came out. Yep. I've I've just never been. I've never like sat on music in that way. I've never been able to do it because it's like it's like I don't know. I feel like when you make things, it's sort of a reflection of where you're at in that specific time. And I and I feel like if I feel this way and I make music about how I feel this way, I want it to, I want people to hear it while I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to perform those songs and really feel that. Cause you can't really hit the notes if you're not feeling it, you know, like if I'm depressed and suicidal or whatever, when it comes time to share that music, I kind of still want to be somewhere near that headspace so that it's real. Yeah. Now, now based on how you're saying that <clears throat> these are not songs that you're, recording multiple times over and over again either right like are you we, we've probably talked about this on a, on other interviews but i just want to cover it again especially in this capacity of knowing you're going right up to the limit album's coming out july 5th you're recording in late june you're not re-recording something that you recorded in december because that would kind of negate every other aspect of what you just said right these are like there might be something from december on the record but it's like you wrote it recorded it and maybe the mastering and mixing is happening later but in general that's a december track january track or no yeah well what i've done for the last few projects i made was was do all the writing like have all the songs ready to go so i can just record all of it back Mm. to back to back Mm. without you know versus like writing something and then trying to like turn it into a song usually like everything is ready by the time i record it so i could just boom 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 really okay so you've you Mm -hmm. wrote it in in this uh, hypothetical timeline that I've created in December and then you didn't record it until April, May, June. Um yeah, correct. And not and you'll yeah. do a demo like for you to hear it? 
Because I feel oh, like your no, stuff is so always. meticulous that that there's got to be little like from from paper to ear. There's like that this word's got to come out or this line needs an extra syllable. Like I feel like you're working in eighths of notes in some yeah, of these lines. Sure. But they're just like on the on the voice recorder on the iPhone. And those demos will exist for a minute. I'll, you know, honestly, I just make demos to send them to Des to, if for him to tell me they don't suck. <laughs> How do I get on and that I distro know, list? Yeah. And I know. Oh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have your guys' phone numbers, but for sure. Yeah, well, yeah we'll know, give you some positive feedback. I know if if he thinks it sucks, he won't say anything. He'll just do the thumbs up. You know how you can like like a message, which mm-hmm. is super whack. Mm-hmm. But usually, that's like. That's Usually a disc. That sit in, tw- right in 2019, that's that's like you know what? Go back to the drawing board. It's one well, step above about, the like, read receipt. I don't know about you guys, but it it reads very sarcastically when you get that. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Like bang up job, asshole. That's what that blue thumb means to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Facebook Messenger where, like, depending on how long you hold the thumb down, it gets bigger? That's the, <laughs> ult- that's the ultimate fuck you. I is that a thing? I don't think it. I don't think I realize that. Oh yeah, definitely. I gotta go in. Oh come on! You sent me like an exploding thumb one day, and I was like, oh, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> I heard a lady a, a lady doing stand up the other day. She said um, a lot of those claps felt sarcastic. I felt like they were on the one and the three. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this? Uh, I wish I could remember her name, but I, that joke really stuck with me. That's amazing. You a big stand-up fan? I mean, I think with podcasts, you can only listen to so much behind-the-scenes hip-hop. I think we we definitely got into doing this because we're like, oh, the VH1 behind the music was great, except I didn't care about any of the artists. Right. And then you'd, you'd kind of try and do the same thing yourself, but the, there's only so much of that. I think that, to me, I go... Uh, if I'm like 80-20 in terms of comedy versus hip-hop in, mm. in the podcast world 80 being hip-hop 80 being comedy oh yeah for sure me too actually chrome bills is really the only hip-hop oriented podcast i listen to steve soundboard soundboard who are you <laughs> yeah i don't really like hip-hop podcast man what it, because what so i did the tree uh, though I had never listened to the Blueprint podcast, but the one that's called The Cheat Code with Jay Zone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you guys have listened to that, Steve. I know I sent it to you, but I, I'm, the guessing, only one I'm I guessing you didn't. I'm guessing you didn't check it because you just sent back a thumbs up to the link. No, on, I, I, I listened. <laughs> I actually listened to the entire one. To the entire. Oh, you did really? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I like love I love listening to Jay Zone talk. I feel like that's he's like one of the most wise dudes in hip hop. He's he's amazing. I love Jay Zone. Yeah, I've always been a huge fan of his production. Yeah, I enjoyed him as a rapper, but I understand it was it was a character. But a huge fan of his production. Yeah, and then the book was what put me over, like the root for the villain. Mm. If you guys haven't read that, it's a, it's a great fucking read, and it's yeah, it's like a two hundred page thing that that reads like a blog and reads like Deadspin or just reads like someone talking to you. Yeah, uh, and at that point, I was like, anytime this guy's in an interview or writing something, I'm more interested than him in putting out music. Yeah. I saw him do a set at Brooklyn Bowl where he was like uh, doing like turntablism, like a turntablism yeah. Yeah, uh, based set. Yeah, he's a good DJ. He, um, at one point, he like whipped out these like rubber boobs and like while he was scratching, hmm. and then he somehow got whipped cream all over them. Okay. And then made the whipped cream disappear. 
Are you serious? It was bugged out. He did that before Pete Rock. <laughs> and I think after uh Edon. Really? Dude, I when mean, when was this? Yeah. This this was um probably two thousand and nine. Pete 2010. Rock ten. Pete Rock J Zone Edon. And Edon. Yeah, I feel like there may have been even Oh like Prince Paul stuff. was there too? Yes. Yep. And Prince yep. Paul was there. Barman maybe. Oh, maybe I don't. I may not have been up on Barman at during that time. It was a and Prince now, Paul show, wasn't it? Like Prince yeah. Paul was like the hoster of the show. Yeah, okay, I remember yeah. hearing about that. He um he started the show and he just kept saying like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not a DJ. Like you guys aren't gonna be dancing to this. I'm just gonna like play yeah. you like yeah. things from my catalog." And right. and it was the one of the best DJ sets I've ever seen. That's amazing. Life. Yeah, I was like moved by it. Yeah, got like super emotional, and um, yeah. Then I watched Jay Zone scarf down a pair of rubber boobs. Very <laughs> violent shift in tone. <laughs> oh wait, who? Wait, who? Who are you inspired by? Wait, hold on. I assume that was Edon. No, no, no. Oh. Um, P Rock. No, no. Like what I'm saying is, I, when Prince Paul did his thing, I was like really moved and like emotional. Okay, by when it. Prince then, Paul did like, it. Okay, and then Jason. The okay. Yeah, he was wilding out. It was still like very impressive. You know, no, not I'm sure not many people can do that. <laughs> He's uh, I, he talks about in the interview with Blueprint about you know being so committed to the character and it's sometimes working against him. And I remember it was the record release party at the knitting factory for atmosphere god loves ugly wow. and they were doing back-to-back shows and the first night was aesop rock and atmosphere and the second night was jay zone and atmosphere and that was the saturday and at that time i was a big jay zone fan but at that time i probably would have liked to have seen aesop more but for coming up from maryland it was easier to go to the saturday show and my man like had this he had like two very like choreographed sketches of one was like uh his manager coming up and cutting the show off in the middle because he hadn't paid him his 95 percent, and the other was like some girl wearing like a knicks jersey that was like trying to fuck him that he was like i'm just gonna cut the show short because i want to fuck this girl like whatever i'm i'm paraphrasing these so if you ever heard this he'd be like actually what happened is blank but this is like my takeaway you know 20 years later Mm -hmm. 18 years later, so, whatever so it would be. But Andy Kaufman, a rap. Exactly. And I've heard him be like, refer to what in my head felt like that specific show because it was in New York. And he'd be like, that's when I knew maybe this wasn't going so well. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an atmosphere show. Everyone wants to like him. They're like, yeah, can you just come out and do like, you know, do the songs can, we know? <laughs> can you do the songs we know and like get in and out and be like, bring Al Sheet out to hold in my dome when I wake up caught in the zone my eyes stay shut you know give me give me no consequences give me that but I mean at the same time I understand where if you're on a creative kick and something gets you there you can't necessarily it's very unfair for an outsider to be like this performance or this album should have had more of blank it's like did you miss what the whole thing was about right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah anytime you like really commit to a bit it's it's real easy to be distracted by like are people gonna get this or or is it gonna go over everybody's head i really think the best thing you can do and this is cliche but like you gotta stick to your guns no matter like 
because people may get it later on and if you were like um reluctantly trying to execute a thing it won't have that um shelf life you know mm. like there's so many things that i really love now that i just wasn't fucking with when it when it came out but like now i understand that it's brilliant what's a good example uh like electric circus oh interesting yeah when that came out oh um, my god i feel like i've never gone back to it so i i actually just dislike it oh i hate that um it's really? like it's like a i get like i'm gonna go back and listen to it for you the way that you were talking about how the chrome bills make you uh shirt makes you look like you've kind of been lifting electric that was Steve's yeah. reaction right now so when he was like oh flower, electric right is that the that's the one you're talking about yeah man, oh my those, god those songs are smacking they're like it's like mostly dilla beats and um his like writing was weird but i don't know man i feel like if that record came out like i like feel like he was trying to be like Moses. He was trying to be W.E.B. Du Bois meets Heavy D in the Boys. <laughs> Sorry, a, I had to bring it full circle. Black it just that's sounds contrived. It's it always he always sounds so contrived on that record. Like he was just really, he he was trying too hard to be to be weird to be eclectic. I believe him. I believe that he was like in a going. He a to me, he's still that guy doing Gap jeans commercials when he was doing that record. Oh, he's definitely like toast now. He's Jeez. like super washed. He was, that was the beginning of the, I don't know. I'm, that might've been the beginning of the wash or the one after. Um, Corners is the last, whatever record that was on. That's the last. I thought it was anything, anything I was checking. That, that was his last <gasps> coming up for air to me. He had like, already been, I think uh, you're right. I think that's after electric surface circus. And then he was like, let me come back to the electric surface. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like take a, take a breath. Let me do corners and testify, and then I'm gonna punch out of this jump. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not, I guess I got called out today. Actually, I, I heard corners, and there's a friend of mine who we just like met, a share music back and forth, and I was like, best Kanye beat hands down. Which you know, I was just in the I was I was in the vibe. But you I were feeling you're like this me. is the best. I was feeling it, and then he hit me with like. I think he hit me with three immediately. Ten, you're just like, yeah, and I was like, I was like, all right, well, like, you know, it's very good. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like he sent me like power, two words, and uh, one other joint. And I was, Dog that oh, it was, he sent me Lucifer, power, and two words. And I was like, all right, you know what? Fine. Yeah, I thought that um, uh, the Pusher T. Uh, what the fuck was it? Numbers called? on the board. I mean, that's numbers on the board is a banger. But the one, the last. Off oh, the last the, album. Mo- the most recent joint, yeah. I I think that might be that might be a top ten hip hop beat for me. You know, you can't play more than five seconds of it. By the way, I'm just warning because I see you going over there. The games we play? No, it is the games we play. That's the one for me. This is a Chrome Bills exclusive. Oh man! What about him? How many games we play, real quick? That sounds like a Moses Rockwell beat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's true. See, that's not a driving beat, though. To me, that's not like a. That's a rapper beat. That's what I hear that. You think and I'm that's like... a rapper beat? This to me is like freestyle for 25 minute beat. 
This is one where you got to get chesty. That's a mm. you can do beat. you can do whatever you want on that other one you're and right. you're fine. You can nasal yourself out and so right. that that's a beat where like Lil Dicky can sound like Razkaz on <laughs> on the games we play beat. Razkaz is a nasally rapper. That's a good point. What did we say uh when he was like the last um the last Crumb Bells or two episodes ago, we played a Razkaz joint. And he was definitely oh, the, he was definitely pulling something out of his stomach with that one. Steve, did you ever listen to that bass and bars thing? Because uh, they recently had Raskas on there too. What's tell me that? What's that one again? There's, it's uh, this dude that I forget his name right now, but he's got a thing called he he's premier so premier tours with a live band. Yeah, and uh, he's the bassist in that band, so he yeah, has a. I saw it. Yep. Yeah, he has this thing called bass and bars where he just gets people to rhyme songs that have really pronounced bass lines where you can follow it just off that. Including great rappers like Everlast from House of Pain. <laughs> I like I like um rapping to just bass lines. I feel like right. I I wind up doing that a lot. I actually here's a real question. So as someone who produces your own material mm. how do you avoid the temptation to drop the drums eight bars into the verse because i feel like there's a certain energy and maybe it just comes from playing live of having the drums come in eight bars in and then being able to catch it that if i was my own producer i would be milking the shit out of that because every time we were in the studio i'd be like let me just hear how it sounds if you don't turn that track on till now yeah <laughs> You know, that's th this record I just made, I recorded it by myself and didn't have um, Mitch there, do computer, to um, to make all those adjustments. And, like, he's really good at, like, all right, the drums should drop out here and maybe not come back until yada yada, which really, like, makes a song. But I, I don't know. I, I do know the effect you're talking about, and it's always great. But I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not a good judge at, like, where, the, where it should happen. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Right. Little sweep. One, two, three. Engineer. Look. Yeah. But I'm thinking of the ones where you even come in. Like, Steve, you gave me a beat recently, and I told you I was like, I wrote the second verse first because I just knew I was like, my hottest lines are going to be in that little bridge where there's no drum because I also know I can be a little sloppy with it. You know, I can have a, I can have my melon, melanin challenged rhymes that. there. <laughs> I don't even know which one are you talking about. Numb? Oh, numb, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. the most the most overused view was that it used to be better. Set the ball once, now it's a unit of measure. It if when the tunes to snooze in the lecture. Like, I just knew, I was like, if there's drums there, I'm not going to be able to keep up with it. But. Right. Oh, I'm still doing most of my beats are like, play the sample and then let the drums drop in, you know? Do you make oh, your yeah. drums first? Mm, no, I'm usually sample first. Like, I got to have the, I have to have the sample Right. Although Chuck and I just did one where I had the drums first, then I had the sample. But Is that the most recent joint, the Rush it? I'm sized. We are Moses, not on a Moses, we're not on a Moses Rockwell pace. We're no, no, no. three songs in in yeah, 2019. Yeah, Moses, 
like I just started making music five years ago. You've been doing this for oh, a long okay. time, right? I've got at least um, 20 years. You got in. 20 years in. Mm-hmm. So, in fairness, how long have you been DJing though? Just to, like it's not like you woke up and decided no, you were going to stop playing. I bought turntables in the year 2000. Okay, I think. Yeah, you got to you got to say it like like Conan O'Brien. In the year 2000. <laughs> in the year 2000. But yeah, it's exciting. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. There's nothing. It's no better feeling than like thinking like I should do a thing and then you just start to do it even if you're like chipping away at it very slowly and then the next thing you know like you have the thing in front of you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean that Steve, like- Steve will do this thing too as a as a collaborator with him where I thought he had fallen asleep on a song and then he sent it back to me and it was like he had reworked a portion of it that just made it so fire and I was yeah. like, "Oh, oh, that's what's been going on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like immediately turned to like take your time, it, it'll all, mm-hmm. in due time, in due time, let it breathe. <laughs> but it takes me for, to be honest, it takes me forever. I'll start. <laughs> I'll be thinking about something and tweak one little thing, mix it down, listen to it for a couple of days. It's like I feel like you have gotten you're past that now. You can you can work out. You can smooth out the kinks a lot quicker. Yeah, it's also like. I feel like the more patient you are with yourself, the mm. more productive you'll be. Okay. I've always, it's always been a shame-based thing for me. A shame-based? Been... <laughs> I want to yeah, like, unpack this. I want to unpack this a lot. Like, if you, all right, I mean, I decided a long time ago that this is, was the thing I do. Like, I was like 10 years old, when I, maybe nine, when I started like really like trying to write rap songs all day. And um, so for years and years and years it would be like a thing like oh i wake up and like well i haven't finished that rap yet like what's up what's up with you dude you know and um and and since i've stopped doing that i've i've uh i don't know like the lack of pressure in in that exact way will make me want to write more so So with that if it's like if you if you did if i if i dedicate myself to like if I hold myself accountable to write like four bars a day, that song will be done soon, you know? So with that, and I apologize that I almost cut you off because I got so excited to ask this question, but with that sheer volume of material, how many of your own songs that you've released, like whether it be on Spotify or Bandcamp or hard copy, would you today percentage wise say that right at this moment you would know the words to? Um, man, I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I'm Mortis Rock Salt is my eleventh album. Um, so you're not. It's easily not a hundred percent. No, not even close. Eleven albums. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like yeah, even man, when I, I never... pulled this Scotty Piffin reference, you weren't like, yeah, the line where I was like Piffin with the sip and you know, like you didn't immediately go into the verse. Does Piffin I mean, rhyme like with sipping know... though? No, it's like this is. Oh man, if if different. Damn. Like I know I know what the what the message is under it. Like I know what like what the joke is, but I don't know I don't know like the run the, the, the line exactly. I know that like if this is game six, why wouldn't you pick Piffin? That is the line actually. Okay. Yeah. I ain't, I'm, I ain't nitpicking, but I wish they'd pick different. Just complaining about rap, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if rap is if hip hop is dead, then we should be we should be championing oh, sorry. championing the guys who can like really truly rap. 
I guess. Because I was surprised I was doing, uh, you know, late night flipping through, you know, came home out drinking. Yeah, I'm just going to chill, have the last beer, flip through videos on YouTube. And I searched you and I'm like, I know, I know, I know the more recent material. So I was like, what else is up here for videos? And I see stuff that I didn't know, you know, like song wise. And then I'm like, yo, this dude looks mad young in this video. <laughs> like, I feel like you have stuff on YouTube that's probably from like the late knots or at least like the early teens. Like, yeah, we're going to want to, we're going to want to edit this part of the podcast out and, uh, just, just can you just pour water all over your computer, Steve? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I just started way, way <laughs> too early. No, I. And by the way, this I thought it was all dope, man. I was like, you know. Oh, cool. Well, I'm sure. I like, like... To, I like to see, but but again, it's kind of the shrapnel theory where like I know where it went. I, I think you're one of the best people making music today. So it's easy for me to go back and be like, well, obviously it had to come from somewhere. Right. Um, Whereas I could see where you're like, oh, I don't want people to go find this and judge me by that because I've come from step two to step 10. Right. Like, yeah. And I don't want you to see me at step two. For sure. I'm sure. With, with I'm the sure. butts cut and no beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all three of us have shit on YouTube or whatever that oh. we wish wasn't up there. It's called Absolutely. Chrome Bills episode one and one through 20 <laughs> I went back to fuck with myself and listen to the episode from the first 10 and I was just like you need to shut the fuck up <sighs> uh, I've, and for I've rap really stuff too I used to only do songs about weed I don't even smoke weed and like I used to only do songs <laughs> about weed back then and I'll hear that shit I mean I might you know whatever yeah, you have to yeah. get in the, but like I'm, I'm not that guy right <laughs> like I'll hear the shit I'm like this can't exist how does this what, exist what do you- what do you feel when you like listen to your super old rap? I know that, that I know that Chuck has a folder of like old freestyles that he likes that he goes back to when he's feeling nice. Right? Well, that's definitely true. That's yeah. definitely true. But that's and, only anytime. that's on some like if you feel bad and want to build yourself up shit cuz I'll be like, man, you know, maybe I should just like I don't even know what I'm doing with this, you know. Like mm. th- kind of to your point, uh Moses like there's a little piece of this that comes from like a shaming of yourself, hmm. like, like a betterment that comes from self-criticism. And I'm like, I do a podcast and I'm actually on only like a seven out of 10 in honesty on the show. Cause sometimes I don't want to be too fucking real where I'm incredibly critical about music. So how the fuck am I doing that? If my shit is not top notch. So like, right. then I'll go through and dig my stuff and be like, that's whack. This was all fucked up. Why are you even rhyming on that beat? Why are you even going to that cadence? Why you sound so nasally here? Whatever it is, right? right? But then I have my joints where I'm like, this is why you can feel okay. Right? <laughs> That's pretty much what the folder's called. It's like, this is why you can feel like this is The feel okay folder. The feel okay folder. <laughs> it's not that big. I, there's, like, there's like 10 MP3s in there. It's good. That's I don't really have that. I don't have that with music, but if I need like like a boost, I'll go back to like my like old tweets and Facebook statuses mm. that I think are funny, and then I'll be like, oh, maybe I'm not a total waste of space. Like that'll <laughs> get me there quicker than like listening to my songs. I don't know why that's weird. Maybe I should have kept that to myself. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love I love your social media presence, my man. I enjoy oh, I enjoy watching you. the Instagram videos and the and the posts, you know. 
I yeah, really want to know if you have an actual axe to grind, though. Like, do you have an axe that you grind, or I'm uh, I'm I'm really obsessed with the idea lately. Because I don't own, really do you own an axe? Guns. No, but but it's fun. It's I like to I like to take like a figure of speech and be like, oh, I literally do this just because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> I did this song. I did this song with Von P. Yeah. Uh, years ago, and he said like, what did he say? Like, I'm an I'm a natural baby, smooth like skin on an actual baby. <laughs> oh, that's dope. That's a hot fucking. That's line. a hot line. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, you I, made I, it a hot line. We made it a hot song. <laughs> can I sample that? I was gonna say, Steve, next course. Yeah, can I cut that up? Actually, you Damn, think you would mind? Crazy. What do you think you would mind? If you made a hook, if you made a hook out of Chuck saying that just now, it would be like three, two layers of. I could do that too. Yep. It wouldn't be the first time that Chrome Bill's podcast ended up as chorus on songs. <laughs> oh, really? Did we do that? Before? Yeah, there's a joint on the uh, on the C's album. On oh, the, on the C's album, on the With album. Yeah, we've used on the it. With album. Yeah, the the song with Wax and Napoleon, which where is... we we were having a conversation about how we were going to do the chorus with us talking, and then it, we ended up just chopping from that. It was super meta. Scott, shout out to Scott. He did that. <clears throat> Please subscribe. You know what? I think I went on YouTube the other day and please subscribe had like 10 views. That is a fucking ridiculous song. It is so good. <laughs> and there's from, like from the um Live Long Enough to Learn record? Uh no, it's from the With. It's called Please Subscribe with Wax and Napoleon the Legend. It's towards the oh, end of the album cool. and it's ridiculous. Like the both of those dudes the mur- half hour was, yeah. was pure. Yeah, it's yeah. better than the album itself. That was pure. Yeah. That's so meta. That's my my favorite part is me saying I've only heard "Keep Your Cool," which was the fact that that (laughs) was the song I was. That was the song you did, right? (laughs) I was like, yeah, there we go. Even even when I hear that song now, I I still have that song on my playlist. I love it. I mean, Napoleon and I'm very partial because I lived across the hall from him. Yeah, in the dorms in Maryland, but at the time. I was like, this guy's the fucking illest. Like, yeah. this guy's the best person out. Right. I felt like I felt like he should have been in boot camp. And when the Sway and Tech album dropped and there was a Planet Asia verse, I actually was like, I feel like that's Napoleon and he's now rhyming under the name Planet Asia. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have borrowed the Planet Asia rap style lately. Okay. Solid theory like, right there. I don't wanna I don't wanna Don't put um, throw name, don't throw shade out there. But I no, think... I definitely don't want to do that. But but like the that whole that style is like like kind of like what Rock Marciano does makes me think of Planet H as like. Hmm. But don't you think he was more like the aggressive voice? Like I kind I lump him into the if like you... Rang Wonder sort of uh, like the 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 very uh, use the term we were using earlier the very chesty. Without oh, yeah. dog, if you right? swap like, if you swap Planet Asia and Rock Marciano's voices out with each other, you mm-hmm. couldn't you couldn't tell them apart. I could put if you took their voices, of, you can tell them apart because of their voices. But 
Yeah. You could swap. I think you guys are, yeah, you guys are talking style. Whereas I'm thinking more, he was a guy who, based on strictly the stuff you can't control, could like come onto a verse and be like, you know, just have the first line of the verse be real fast and have like Mm. one intricate rhyme. And you're like, oh, damn, this guy's about to kill it. Yeah. Whereas like the the wrong rapper can do that and you're like, oh, this is about to get nerdy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Man, Planet Asia is so great. It's crazy. I'll I'll mess around and forget like how dope Planet Asia is. He he's incredible, man. And I I was sleeping for years on Planet Asia. Yeah. I thought I was like, okay, you know, Rasco, Planet Asia, same guy or whatever. No. Planet Asia's on a no shots at Rasco, I'm just saying. Like I couldn't tell him apart and now it's it's very clear to me that this guy's a, a one of the top rappers. Yeah, he's really a brilliant writer. His writing on the um on the record he did with Apollo Brown is like Yeah, the that's the joint on it's mellow music, right? The anchovy shit. Yeah, that I got one joint the on raps, there that's hard body. I think he has a few verses on that um in search of Stony Jackson record. Where like at that time maybe he was quiet for a minute and he was all over that record. No, Go uh, deep in the casket is the joint on the Apollo Brown Planet Asia that is just. It's also one of those weird joints that it, it either has no drum, or the drum is just mixed so low, right? <laughs> that it feels like there's no drum. Uh huh. That's basically the Planet Asia of beats. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's amazing. Steve, can you play that over there? Or no. Which song deep, you want to hear? It's called Deep in the Casket. Bumpin' Mavi and the Maserati. Eight track stereo, color TV in every room. Yeah. Don Cheadle. I thought I have a piece of dope every day. It's the American dream, nigga. Well, ain't it? I know it's a rotten game. The only one the man left us to play. That's a stone cold truth. Yeah. Now that's some black exploitation flick or something. Twist something. Twist something. <laughs> Bumping Mozzie in the Maserati. Allegedly, they say my little rally caught a body. My city going stupid, mainly. Little niggas in the pen going so crazy. Runners over the stove, giving slight twirls with holes that powder they nose with that white girl. Four door Porsches and polo horses, golf courses, teriyaki swap. I hear the Marciano thing you're saying. Absolutely right. Yeah. Like the paper at the gun range, I'm sun blazing. Cross the line, I might down you. That's why I feel at home around the chain lifters and body counters, heavy-handed henchmen, victorious vit- I mean, you could say that Raekwon maybe started that shit a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I think I think that's true. But I don't. I just feel like right now, currently, like a lot of a lot of guys are doing that exact yep. thing. Yep. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's just like the in style. I think. It's like it's an interesting it's an interesting style because there are certain people, including yourself, mm-hmm. that I don't think can be that loose with it. Like there's like there's a certain connection between verses and bars that uh that I feel like someone like yourself chases. You know, like that mm-hmm. the writing is that it all comes together. Whereas a lot of this feels like uh you know, Warshak tests, you know, like these things are just like, they're just lines of like, 
Bamazi and the Maserati. And then like the next line has to have no like as long as there's one syllable to pull it together, it's not connected. Does that make yeah. any sense? No, absolutely. They're kind of just saying stuff, but because they're so cool, it like it just sort of melts all together. Like Yeah, because I don't mean there's a diss to them. Like I totally get it. I'm so intrigued by that style. And Yeah, but but you're right, not everyone can do it. I think it takes a certain personality and it takes a certain uh style of like writing like the things you're saying mm. like i i could not none of the things that i talk about would could be uh executed in that way right and even if you are doing a song where you're just doing what i would consider the, the term i've used when i talk to steve about it is like sophisticated shit talk you know yeah, where it's like just the, the, but it's still like it's all like packaged up and there's like it follows more of like the stand-up comedy approach of like things are done in groups and bits and then things sometimes come back at the end that were referenced earlier and there becomes a a, a web of figure eights and how like this all fits together even if it's just that i'm dope and i'm styling on you whereas i feel like there are like planet asia or rock marciano is like i will do it for a bar and i will leave it there yeah, like it does not have to be connected, which to me, it, the rocking was. I have, I have a tough time wrapping my head around, but I also I it's again, I have to reiterate, it's not a diss. Like I'm intrigued by that because if, if I tried to do it, I would just get lost. Right. I, I, I think I have a verse where I was trying to do that, and I'm still on bar three. <laughs> we were like, don't it's connect like, this. It's, it's it's just like confidence. I think it's like confident, like swagger is the term. I, yeah, yeah. It's just like a swagger to it. That at the end of the day, we're all trying to feel the flow. So how do you feel the flow, right? <laughs> I don't know. I never know what it's like to be cool, and I've accepted it. I'm okay with it. That that can't be true. You never had a show where you like. When you killed it at a show and you came off stage and you were like, people were genuinely excited to be like, to meet you or whatever. Probably had that. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah. I think by cool, I mean, <laughs> I think by cool, I mean, like the way that, like the way that Black Thought is cool. Like Black Thought's probably never got ketchup on his shirt in his life. <laughs> I don't, it'd be an interesting question. If I ever, if we ever interview him, well, that would be the first question. Please. Tell him I asked. What do you think the answer would be if you were like Black Thought? Like, what's the, what's the most embarrassed you've ever been in your life? And he'd probably be like, there was one eight bar stanza where I rhymed session with session. <laughs> that guy's done so it many. It was two and seven, but like I'm doing my own homework, and that's just kind of whack. He's probably done. <laughs> um, how many shows do you think Black Black Thought has done in his life? Like fifty thousand, astronomical. Like, like an astronaut. There's something has definitely happened at one of those shows that, like him like and his bandmates know about. That you know, well, it's like three hundred times twenty if you start with that six thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six thousand. Man, so like easily six thousand. Easily six thousand, right? Yeah, and that gives him some days off and ignores double shifts. Right, and actually, right now they're probably closer to thirty years. So call it nine thousand. Like, like at this point the roots have put on more shows than like fucking James Brown. Like seriously, oh, like, yeah. like the hardest working man in show business, like James Brown would, you know, go on tour like all year round, but he didn't do it forever. 
Black Thought's been, you know, the Roots have been doing it for a long time now. You think, do you think that they, that their career lasted longer than James Brown's? James did? Brown had, like, had, had, James Brown had the 60s, he had the 70s, he had 80s, he was still doing it in the 90s, like, so he had like 40 joints. I mean, when it's all said and done, I feel like the roots, it's very reasonable to think the roots will still be playing 10 yeah. years from now. Oh, definitely. Man, I'd love a new roots record. This is the first time they've gone longer than two years without releasing a, an album. But there's been the two, the black dot joints, right? There's been the, the book. Of, what are those? So, called? Over, are so overdue. Yeah. What are those called? Shit. I'm drawing um, my up. Thought. Book of Thought, Streams of Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume Two. Both of both of them. I mean, but both of them. Roots albums. Uh, I like them better than the Roots albums. I'm just gonna say that right now. I mean, I that's yeah. that's an unfair statement to yeah. um, that's like because you're you're making it very binary. Where it doesn't have to be. I I'm more interested in those. Okay. I'm more interested in those than the most recent Roots album. I'm more interested in those verses than the recent Roots albums. Agreed. Yeah, the most recent or even the most the two most recent, but let's not act like okay, there's right. a lot you're of right. fucking fire you're, you're in right. the catalog. No, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think that that but that's I think that's where you were going with it. So I'm just rewording your thought. I appreciate that. Rewording your black thought. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm challenged sometimes. Did you see the interview with him where he said he gave up what his cheat code was for bars? No. He said that all he does is rap, right? Mm -hmm. And so his cheat code is that because he's always thinking about rhymes, he naps in the middle of the day. And when you nap, you kind of wake up. If you wake up on your own, you wake up in this half dream state Mm. and he's still flowing. And that's where the crazy shit comes from. Like the crazy word patterns are like that first minute when you're waking up. And so he's just pulling, he's just pulling a couple word patterns a day off of just you know 90 90 minutes of shut eye have you guys at all became disenchanted by black thought since he's been like more in the public eye and on jimmy fallon and stuff because like for a really long time he wouldn't really do interviews and wouldn't really Hmm. make tv appearances and stuff and like i think his elusiveness is like is like why i idolized him for i mean aside from him being like the greatest rap writer that ever lived but like I don't know, I've been less excited about him since he became more accessible. Interesting. Yeah, I I don't, I don't feel that way only because with the increased exposure, the level has not dropped. So like if anything on either of the book of thought joints was whack, I would have had I would have been right there with you. I've been mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go. This is Electric Circus all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he just continues to to get better. He's right. as sharp as he's as sharp as he's ever been. That funk flex freestyle is maybe one of the greatest fucking ten minutes of rap of all time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My God. Right, and we can all debate. I mean, I I feel like he played himself and tried to say that it was a freestyle. I still think no, it's, it's a combination. Yeah. It's a combination of written rhymes, mm-hmm. and whether it's amalgamated, how multiple verses will fit together. If we're gonna start calling that a freestyle, then like I, I'm all for it. But right, this guy's doing like the most like crazy quadruple rhyme patterns that go on for eight. Part. Like, come on, we we know what it sounds like. We know what a good freestyle sounds like, and it's like I'm here with Moses. Yeah, you know, right. it's like people like they just inevitably create space. Yeah, if 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 it really is a freestyle, then I 
I would love to be wrong about this because yeah. I would only further solidify that my f- favorite rapper is better than I gave him credit for, but I just don't believe it. But I still think it means he's dope. Right. I mean, there's no chance it was all off. I think it was just like his most recent eight raps that no one's heard yet. That he put on it. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I think it's okay to call that a freestyle because it doesn't really mean freestyle doesn't mean what it used to mean yeah. in that context, you know. I always thought we should just use the word off the top, like that would be the word or the phrase that then it would be very clear what that meant. Like, I'm coming off the top, right? And even then, if you, you know, if you rhyme like caterpillar with, of course, I had to pick a rhyme. Michael Jackson, finish, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Caterpillar with <laughs> half as iller than Michael Jackson's thriller, you know, and you're like, I had that in the chamber. I've never learned to freestyle. Tonight's I mean, the like, night. I can... Tonight's the night, bro. I can like freestyle in like when I'm alone, but like I would never. <laughs> Nothing I say is gonna be in time. It doesn't matter because the the uh, everything's like a half second off on here, so. If you... I've learned you always sound offbeat anyway. Meaning me. Peanut butter and carrots. Some margarine and some raisins. Chuck's mom's and my a parents. terrorist. <laughs> we my just mom's go... a terrorist? <laughs> Chuck's mom's a therapist. She plays the theremin. I had some theraflu. I used to try to shoot a caribou. You guys can jump in whenever you want to. That was... I feel like you were in a very nice place right there. <laughs> Try to rape a caribou. Has some theraplu. A therapoo. I'm trying to get my daughter to poop. Trying to get my son to use the bathroom too. And not use a diaper. And grow up and jump in a cipher. Uh. I don't want him to be a lifer. But I gotta have him learn to use a life preserver. I got a fervor, a fever. I got the jungle fever. I'm a believer in the Holy Ghost, Holy Smokes. I'm not comatose, but I'm quite tired. Mm. I might retire. When I'm 55, I'll still be alive. I got the strive and the desire to light a fire. <laughs> no. I don't even know what's happening, friend. After the last episode, you said I'm never rapping again. Oh! It's all sweet. I just know you want to hear Moses rock on your beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it yeah. honest. When I drop it, I'm upon this microphone. Now I'm sitting here in Brooklyn. I'm hungry as shit. Hope my girl's cooking. Ooh. You got those nachos with the gooey cheese? <laughs> you see me on the street. Yo, who is he? <laughs> I'm like that dude that's in the airport only shopping at duty free. <laughs> yeah. I hate to be a burden. May I be of service, the perp brainy absurdist. If you ate me and escaping from the circus, I would let you get a peek behind the curtain. I might let you in on how I turn a staff into a serpent. I might pull an Easter bunny out of turban. Heart stirring, hair raising, and I'm basically unheard of. If you came for the collusion, you could stay for the inertia. Never been impervious to pain, I'm still a person. Buried all my worries in the vacancy, like under where the pavement in the dirt is. Honest to God, you couldn't pay me to unearth it. Don't be afraid of me, just plain to see hurting. Lady, you're a pain in my Uranus and my sternum. Lately, I've been hung up on a baby in a place up in the burbs. Perhaps we don't deserve it. Perhaps I'm not observant. What I meant is I'm the worst at using words. Uh, and nothing that I've ever said has been on purpose. Wow. Is the beat breaking up? 
<laughs> oh, it breaks. Dude, this is the obstacle course of live rap. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, we appreciate that, though. Now, I was mean, that a freestyle? Because if that was, that was incredible. Oh, no, not a chance. Okay. I want that. Is that verse on anything? I want that verse on the, uh, the Chrome Bills EP that Steve and I are working on. Oh, yeah. I, I'll, um, I'll, do, I'll do a song for the Chrome Bills EP. Yeah. I figured I had to wait. What Maybe. are we? We're an hour and 40 minutes in. I was like, you know, you got to know when to strike. That's incredible. Good they call. say like, nice like job, general. Chuck. I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> you got I no was one to not strike. even thinking. Oh, about I thought we were. I thought we were aligned on this. No, I, I was, was not aligned at beat. all. I was like, okay. We'll get right, him just get it written. I'll be like, yeah, no, that that sounds nice. So, uh, He's like, I'm not do a beast and burden. I'm a surgeon. Do 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 do. Oh, I thought you were saying like, wait, we'll like we'll ask for a feature at the end when everyone's all loopy and foggy. <laughs> that is I where would, I was going. I was not even thinking that. That's smart though. I was. Well, I more, like it's more like, you know, the episode goes well and he's like, mm-hmm. these guys are